everyone, and happy Valentine's. Welcome to the second season of For the Love of Books podcast featuring Indian small press authors with host author Emma Polova. I would like to thank our sponsors, Doc Chavant and The Lowell Ledger, our hometown newspaper in Lowell, Michigan. Together, we've been bringing you stories for more than 120 years. Today, I will be chatting with author Tana Jenkins, who will announce the details of her book giveaway of Chains of Love. Name, 2022 debut author of the year by RSJ. She spent 15 years handling high-profile criminal defense and civil litigation. Prior to her legal career, Tana earned her BA in film and fiction writing from Columbia College, Chicago. In 2020, Tana answered the call to write full-time. She hasn't looked back since. Hello, Tana. How are you? Hi, I am so happy to be here. Thank you, Emma, for asking me to join you today. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Well, you have quite a career track behind you, and I'm sure a lot more ahead of you. How did the switch from your legal career to writing come about? What made you switch from your high-profile cases to maybe <laughs> less-profile cases in your books or stories? Oh my gosh, I don't know, a, a momentary bout of insanity maybe, because you're right, every single day I struggle with the fact, so, sometimes just a little bit, but still, with the adjustment of going from um, a career where you've got this high degree of proficiency and, um, I don't know, kind of, maybe com comfort, we'll say, maybe, maybe even respect to another career where you're really starting over from scratch. But mm -hmm. um, to answer your question, I think I think that because the way my brain is wired, uh -huh. writing has always been a necessity for me. So it just, I got to a point in my life where I couldn't ignore my need to write anymore. And I mean, it was a combination of a couple of different things. My own mother got really sick when she was about 40. And it was the kind of illness that was a life changer. She was never the same after that. And so when I got to be about 40, I had a very clear vision of my own mortality. And I started to think, I don't want to spend another moment on this earth living a life that isn't completely in alignment with my own dreams and passions. And so I just kind of stepped out on faith and I've been writing ever since. I took some really good workshops in New York um, with Qualey. It's a literary magazine and then mm -hmm. Voices of Our Nation, Arts, Arts Foundation um, in Miami, and then even Yale with okay. Julia Quinn. And each workshop, I learned more and more about craft and I just became, oh, and I was also part of a group called... Um, the Montclair writing group. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful group. And each one of those experiences bolstered my confidence. And then finally the day came where it all just came together. And I said, all right, now's the time. I'm going to make this jump. We're happy um, to have you in Thank the you. writing community. Yes. 
Thank so, you. Shades of Love is the most anticipated anthology of 2023. When yes. is it out? <laughs> when is it coming out? Tell us. Break the script. Okay. First of all, let me say happy Valentine's Day to all of the listeners. Yes. Happy Valentine's happy Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Shades of Love came out on February 7th and it, the release day was super exciting. We got to top 10 in, um, in the interracial category, which is a huge deal because there are thousands and thousands of books in that category. Um, and there were several other categories where we were top 100. In fact, the publisher informed that we were top 100 in all of our categories. Oh, wow. So, Congratulations. Happy Valentine's again. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. How many stories are there in this anthology? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I think around 20. I haven't 20? read mm -hmm. all through or counted, but I think around 20. Okay, and let's talk about your story, and that would be Love Rescued? Yes. Yes, I got it right. Excellent. Okay, what can you tell us about Love Rescued? Uh, well, it is a novella, so that means it's under 20,000 words. It's mm -hmm. a sweet interracial island romance. It's part of the St. James Sisters collection, and that is a collection um, about three biracial sisters and their found family and all of their different journeys to love. And the main character in Love Rescued is Captain Kirk. He's Captain um... Kirk. <laughs> I love it already. Thank <laughs> you. What does Captain Kirk look like? Oh, what does he look like? What? He looks like heroism because the handsome hero that's what he looks like okay. he's um tall dark very muscular as a result of not only spending his day engaged you know as a captain but he also he doesn't just man the boats but he builds the boats oh wow yeah so he he's a very muscular chap um, and he's a very affable chap. He's always smiling. So he's got those okay. deeply embedded smile lines. And he's got soft, warm brown eyes and rich oh. mahogany skin. Oh, and, oh. you know. Um, and just picture him in, right in front of my eyes. <laughs> what happens with Captain Kirk? What happens in this story to him with him? <laughs> Um, well, without giving it away, he's, right. he's without giving away the end, he's sailing along and until, um, I guess something unexpected happens. Uh, the, uh, the caption is Captain Kirk's life. Well, the caption is everyone needs a lifeline now and then Captain Kirk's life takes a turn the day he pulls Selena Reyes from the water. He fancies himself a hero, but is the actress really a damsel in distress, or is he the one in need of rescuing? More importantly, will they realize lifelines come in different forms before it's too late? 
Um, so he's sailing along and then. And then something he, happens. Yeah. He seems a damsel, what he thinks is a damsel in need of saving. And he jumps to the rescue and his whole world is turned upside down. All right. Okay. And a lot of his preconceived notions. And, you know, as is the case with any great love, he's liberated ultimately from a lot of the anchors, the emotional anchors that were kind of stagnating him, even though he didn't realize he was being stagnated by those anchors, like a lot of us, I think. Yeah, true. Very true. What inspired you to write this particular story with Captain Kirk at the helm? He showed up in the first book I ever wrote, Sailing into the Heart, as a side character mm-hmm. who ended up um, ended up being this warm-hearted person who was integral to um, integral to, I guess I'll say, saving the school in the sailboat building school. That's mm-hmm. central in that story. And as I was writing him, I just, I really enjoyed light writing him. Um, he's a really warm, friendly, down to earth, kind of blue collar guy who his wisdom comes from just, I don't know, working with his hands. And, you know, he's not, he went to trade school. So it's not like he's some, it's not, it's, it's hard-earned wisdom. And I just really enjoyed writing him. And I was like, he has to have his own character. I fell in love with him. And I you thought readers would like him too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How long did it take you to write this story, this novella? It's a novella, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it probably took me about three months. Three months? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And he appeared in that first book or story. When did he appear? What year in your first story? That book was published by Bryant Street Shorts, I think, in 2021 or 2022. Okay. So recently, not that long ago. Okay. Yeah. What were some of the challenges dealing with Captain Kirk? Story-wise, of course. Story-wise. Well, I mean, number one, there's the fact that he's a captain. So he's got a lot more knowledge of boating than I do. And so I had to research that. And I'm fortunate I do have a friend who captains yachts and whatnots. And he Mm -hmm. has this really glamorous life sailing all around the world I think he's in the Bahamas right now so my friend cool (laughs) yeah he's an old roommate from like 30 years ago I was able to reach out to him and get some information about boating life and that was super helpful but it's challenging and I was constantly afraid that like real boaters (laughs) are gonna call me out actual inaccuracies I tried to get it right but um nuanced and then another challenge in writing Kirk Mm -hmm. is he's been burned in the past his first girlfriend 
the love he thought she was the love of his life he met mm-hmm. her in high school and they were together all through high school and then she got this really fantastic opportunity and went off to New York City and ended up doing something that completely shattered his heart and he ended up developing some biases about certain groups and I don't want to give that away um, yeah. but it it was hard for me to write that, you know? Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's it's always hard for me to write like the ugly parts of my character, even because, even though we all have these ugly parts, but it forces you to look at your own ugly parts. And so um, I think that was probably a big challenge for me. How about dealing with the other character, Selena? Mm-hmm. Dealing with the supporting, I uh, Imagine that Selena is the supporting and he's the main protagonist, Captain, or am I wrong? <laughs> I haven't read your book, so I have <laughs> your novella, so I have no clue. Who is the MC and who's the supporting? Um, it's really Selena's story. Okay, um, so it is Selena's story. Okay, well, tell us is. that angle if it's her story. Uh, what was the challenge? I mean, honestly, that's such a good question. I think I started off thinking it was Selena's story, but as I really think about it, I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, maybe it is kind of 50, 50, it is dual point of view. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, the, the first chapter we meet Selena right away. She's rented a boat to, um, as a show of thanks to her sister for helping her out of the big jam. And that goes all kinds of sideways which is what leads to her mating Kurt. Um, but yeah, and then the next chapter is Kirk's and it just goes back and forth until the end of the book. But um, one of the challenges, she she's trying to find herself, you know? She just left um, a career in LA and she was kind of like chased out of LA with her tail between her legs. And so now she's in a weird space. She's redefining herself and she's Mm -hmm. kind of vulnerable. And this was like the first character that I've written where I've really let more insecurities come on the page. And as I'm writing her insecurities, I'm like, is this an extension of my own insecurities or just dwelling in that space of insecurity to really kind of be accurate or, um, was a little painful, you know? It usually is, right? Yeah. What do yes. you feel you did right in portraying these two characters, Captain Kirk and Selena or Celine? Selena. Um, I think one of the things I really like about the story is the way they interact with each okay. other. All right. It's it's super, I think it's, I think it's pretty cute. Um, I think they have nice, nice chemistry mm-hmm. um, and some good banter. So I, I liked that. I liked that. Okay. I think give myself a little credit for that. Good. Could be better, you know, <laughs> but that's the next question. What would you have done differently? Oh my gosh. Every single book I write, you know, I was on a deadline for this publisher. Every single book I write, I'm like, I wish I had more time. Yeah. And, 
Yeah. I, if I had more time, the ending, I would have drawn out a few more scenes um, mm-hmm. and, and gone more deeply into those. And fortunately, this is a limited edition anthology. Mm-hmm. So uh, the publisher has the rights, I think, until March or something. No, that's not right. Until May or June. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when I get my rights back, I'm going to take another look and make some revisions and then Mm -hmm. republish. But that's always the thing. I mean, they always say you should write something and then give yourself a couple of weeks or a month or however long, and then come back to it with fresh eyes. And inevitably you'll be able to um, do a lot of sculpting that you, that you wouldn't have otherwise been able to do had you not given yourself that time. And so I don't think I gave myself that time to just really sit and marinate. And I, I would have done that differently. What are the major takeaways from this novella? Um, Love is the Great Liberator. And I mean, that sounds like the major takeaway from every romance. Um, But I guess I think... I've got a lot of anchor theme in here. And what I really wanted to examine in this book is how we have these blind spots that can anchor us and that can be stagnating. And then there's a duality for anchors because at the same time, they can also give us a sense of stability. Mm -hmm. And it's all about like a ship on water. It's all about finding the balance. So I guess that's the big takeaway. Yeah. What have you learned about yourself from writing this novella? Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, If nothing comes to mind, that's fine. That I have a lot more to learn. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. We all do, right? Yes. That's a constant challenge. Okay, what is the most uh, interesting or bizarre thing that has ever happened to you during an in-person author event? Something that you will never forget. (laughs) I get all sorts of responses to this one. (laughs) And it's totally different than what can happen during virtual events. Bizarre stuff happens during those too. But this one, like in person, has its own specifics. Bizarre, huh? Or interesting, or unique. I mean, I think I can think of something sweet, and maybe because it's Valentine's Day, this comes to mind. But I was at the Palmer Park Art Fair maybe last summer. Okay. I think you were there too. Yeah. That's where we met. Yeah. Yeah. That's Palmer Park last. Was it in June? Yeah. It was in June last year. Yeah. It was just, it was sweet. This man came up to me. And, you know, with, with my booth, I have a lot of fun decorating. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be someone who designed windows for like Macy's, you know? Okay. And so, Uh yeah, right. With my display, I have the banner and then I've got all kinds of props and I've got this little diorama that looks like a beach and it's got sand and it's got 
umbrellas and it's got the tropical drinks, you know, to go along with the beach romance, island romance theme. And I'm at this author event with a lot of other authors who all have their tables set up and they've all decorated their tables. And this little man comes, you know, tottering over to me with all this white hair and this big smile. And he's got a tray full of cupcakes. And he said, I'm the self-appointed judge of tables. And I've decided that I really like your table. And so I am going to give you all of these big pink fluffy pancakes. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Did you take a picture of him? No, you were quite too surprised. You were such a good idea. No, I didn't. That is so cute. Did you eat them all? Every single one of them. Yeah. Never, no sweets are ever wasted on me. <laughs> uh, okay. What's next for Tana in 2023? Well, I have two anthologies, two more anthologies that my work will be appearing in. Um, one is called Savage Bosses. And the other, my book is called Complete Me. And that's all, it's a little steamier. So that's new for me. Everything I've written to this point, most of everything I've written to this point has been sweet. So it's all closed door. You just get a little kiss on the lips. None of the, you know, steamier stuff. Um, But this and this, I'm going to take on some more serious topics. I'm going to go into race, which is something that I have stayed away from. And then I'm Mm -hmm. also going to go into, um, like I said, Steamier scenes. Uh huh. And then the other anthology that I'm in is going to be a paranormal shared world anthology. And that comes out. When does that come out? In August. So, okay. I'm going to be venturing into different genres. And I'm really looking forward to the expanding my chops, my writing chops. Yeah. All right. Would you like to read to us, Donna? Yes, I would like to read to you. So um, I wasn't sure what to pick. I didn't want to give away any plot spoilers, you know, Mm -hmm. um, plot points or spoil the plot. So I just Mm -hmm. picked um, a a little a, a, a little interaction between them. Now, do I have three minutes to read? Three to five. I think we're doing good on time. Yeah. Three to five. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So here we go. Mm -hmm. I know I've, I know I've told you that several times already. I am capable of talking about other things. I guess I just want you to know how grateful I am. Think nothing of it. He said, right time, right place. Anyone in my position would have done the same thing. The sincerity in his eyes set an unexpected tremor of desire rumbling through her heart but it wasn't strong enough to keep her from scrunching her nose. Not to sound like a pessimist, I kind of think the opposite is true. He raised a skeptical eyebrow. She shrugged. Heroism, by definition, is uncommon. It requires you to go against the grain, to abandon self-preservation instincts, to put another person's life first, which is kind of unnatural in this really rare and precious way. That's why people always fall in love with a selfless hero in the movies. As the words came out of her mouth, the magnitude of yesterday, of his brave actions, slammed into her. 
along with a searing sense of humiliation at having mansplained heroism to a guy she was working a little too hard to impress. Well, at least she'd said something other than thank you. She tried not to grimace. Now both of his brows were kissing his hairline. Okay, sounds like you've given this some thought. A slow smile spread across his lips, taking some of her nerves with it. I'm kind of a film buff, she said, hoping her answer would account for her rambling monologue. I spend a lot of time thinking about intrepid protagonists. Oh, now it all makes sense, he smiled. What's your favorite film? Wow, that's a tough question. I guess if I had to name a desert island flick, it would probably be, hmm, it would probably be something you've never heard of. Try me. I might surprise you, he said, shifting his weight in a way that made her take note of how nicely his low-slung jeans showed off his long, muscular legs. She tilted her head to lasso her wayward thoughts. Okay. Blue hurrah. Say what? Are you for real? That's the one where the heroine is kind, compassionate, adventurous, and brave? Really? She couldn't believe it. You've heard of it? Nope. Not at all. Laughter burst from his lips. But based on what I see of you, that seems like the type of character you'd like. Heat blazed her cheeks. Jeez, you sure know how to make a girl feel good about herself. He stopped laughing abruptly. You should. Seriously. You tried to do a really nice thing for your sister day. Sister yesterday. I mean, yeah, it was reckless and you could have both been killed, but the thought counts and it takes balls to pilot a ship, especially on a lake this size. Condemnation and awkward male reference aside, his words were music to her ears. He seemed to see the version of herself that she tried to be, while simultaneously making a gracious allowance for her foolish failings. Coming off of weeks of withering critiques from Hollywood, his lack of judgment landed perfectly. Thanks. I've really been beating myself about beating myself up about all of this, she said. Ah. You haven't really sailed until you've sunk in a ship. Ears perked, she leaned closer. Is that captain's coat or something? The mirth returned to his eyes. Nope, not at all. It's me taking things too far and talking utter nonsense. That's it. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Can you announce the details of your book giveaway? Of Shades the of Love. The details of my book giveaway. giveaway. The Shades of Love. The Shades of Love. The first person to send me an email. Yes. I will send you a link to a free ebook of Shades of Love. All right. What's your email address? My email address is Tana Jenkins at tanajenkins.com. And I can spell that if need be. Okay. Should I? Yeah. Okay. Tana. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's T-A-N-A-J-E-N-K-I-N-S at T-A-N-A-J-E-N-K-I-N-S dot com. All right, perfect. Okay, parting shots. You first, Tana, you're my guest. What do you want to leave our listeners with? Um, yeah, I just, I'm really grateful to be here. And um, 10 years ago, I didn't think that I would ever be here. 
but I took a chance and it, it worked out well, you know, I mean, it hasn't been easy, but it worked out well. And I would just encourage everybody else who's listening to dream their big dream and not be afraid to step into it. So most important thing. Absolutely. And my yeah. shots are read indie, buy indie, and write indie. Support your local authors and newspapers. Keep your fingers on the keyboard and your butt in the chair. Happy Valentine's! Thank Happy you for Valentine's. listening! Thank you! <laughs>